0: Cow, man i i i tried to tell you man i tried to tell you man listen went out to vegas overrun with btg by the way went out to vegas college football opening weekend i think it was it was it was just like old times it was just like old times we haven't had a we haven't had a college football opening weekend like that shit for some years now obviously COVID took two years away from that then the year after that you know what I'm saying um well actually I take that back it took a year uh but we took two years off because of you know one was personal reasons the other one was COVID but we got back to it woke up this is how the day started though this is how the day started 12 uh not 12 why, why did i say 12 7 7 a.m woke up saturday morning and sometimes we you know depending on when i get to vegas but i didn't get to vegas until like three around three three or four something friday evening so i wasn't you know i i I couldn't do my my, my regular thing and, and again it hasn't been regular for years but we woke up early saturday morning went to go put in some tickets And I can honestly, this was my first time actually betting against against UCLA. What is up with my words today? Betting against UCLA. Because the spread was, I want to say, 23. I want to say 23 and a half. And and I'm not going to lie to you. UCLA, even with Chip Kelly, they don't be putting up. They can put up some points, but they just don't have the personnel to to do what he did up in Oregon, we know Oregon any given any given Sunday or Saturday, for that for that um, for that matter, will put up sixty to seventy points. I remember not too long ago, Oregon played. Was it Grambling? I think Grambling played Oregon some years ago and smacked the dog shit out of Grambling. Uh, Grambling lost lost. Uh, Last Saturday too, I forgot who Grambling played. Um, it's not looking good when it comes to these these Power Five conferences versus these HBCUs. I'm still on their side, but nah, because I want to say Georgia Georgia Southern played Morgan State. Um, only reason why I'm bringing up Morgan State because my nephew go there. <laughs> he don't play for them, but he definitely go there. But let me get back to it, man. Uh, went to the casino, went to the nearest casino sports book, put in a, put in a, I put in four tickets. None of them hit, but 12, K. let me tell you what I did. I spread the money out. I had a big ticket that was worth, uh, if I, if the ticket would have hit, I would have hit for three K and the other ones were like for like a couple hundred dollars or whatever. I didn't hit on none of them. And, and but I did a good job. I want to say on that. On the, uh, I call it the flesh ticket. So we call it the flesh ticket when you do a big ticket, anywhere between six to ten teams. That's a flesh ticket. And um, I, I did an eight teamer. If I'm not mistaken, it was a, it was an eight teamer. And I think I only missed like two games on that one. I missed it by two games. The UCLA game uh, on, was on another ticket that messed me up. USC actually did their job. Um, I gotta I, I gotta give my props where it's due. Um USC came out, I think they were favored by 30, I wanna say 33, maybe? 33 and a half. <clears throat> and they did their thing. They they put up 66 points against uh, against rice. 66 though. <laughs> 66 points, 66 to 14, they, beat, they smacked the dog shit out of Rice. Like I said, UCLA actually covered because they, uh, they was uh favored by 23 and, a, 23 and a half. They put up 45 to 17 against Bowling Green. It started out a little slow, though. Bowling Green was actually, I was actually on Bowling Green's side. Not obviously, not for them to beat my Bruins, but to keep it close enough to where it wouldn't go over. Uh, so they wouldn't beat us by I mean we wouldn't beat them by more than twenty-three points. That didn't happen though. But man, like I said, you know, prior to this and, and and prior episodes that college football is back and it's no better feeling. And and the reason why I say that is because there were like there were like four or five games of the day. You don't really get that anywhere else, dog. You don't really get that with the NBA. You know, with the NBA being, and you know what it is, it makes it even better because it's it's a shorter season. That's why. You know, when it comes to professional basketball, you got 82-plus games. You know, you got the playoffs after that. Seven-game series in the playoffs and in the finals. So you got basketball pretty much from October to to damn near, what, June? That's a long ass time, man. That's a long time, <clears throat> and I'm not just i obviously I'm not talking about your personal team. I'm talking about the sport in general for people that just follow their team um okay, I couldn't necessarily do that i gotta watch I gotta watch the sport, so you know again, I don't just watch my Lakers, I don't just watch my Bruins, I don't just watch my Raiders. I watch everybody. Yeah, well, when it comes to the Dodgers, they the only team that I'm watching when it comes to baseball. I have no interest on watching baseball during a regular season like that unless it's in person or maybe a few games here and there. But I'm not watching my Dodgers until October and I'm not watching any other team but my Dodgers in the postseason. I'm sorry. I don't really get down with baseball like that. Um, But back to it, man, the game, th- the first game of the day. Dog, you had to be there for North Carolina State versus East Carolina. It, this wasn't a shootout, but this is as close as you're going to get. A 21 versus, I mean, a 21 point, uh, win, not a 21 point. It was 21 to 20, you know, one point difference. It came down to the kicker, Cal. It came down to the kicker. The cold part about it is he missed a kick earlier that game. He missed the kick earlier that game, so he missed. And I said he was going to miss. I said, watch he end up missing his goddamn kick. Watch it and he end up missing it. He end up missing it. He's probably one of the most hated players right now in 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 East Carolina right now. But yo, that, and look these these particular teams don't have any playoff aspiration. Like they don't. They're not even close. To being even ranked you know what i mean but everybody playing for something dog in a couple of years they're going to expand the, uh, the the college playoffs to 12 teams so there you go and now now catch is really going to be jockeying for position um then right after well during that game we had another one at this point we're at the casino we're at a different casino to where all the games are on at least most of them are on and they usually go by priority. They go by priority, and they go by basically what's going on in the game because they switched the UCLA game to three different TVs. Uh, and and obviously they they had to you know it's it's a sports book, so even though college football is a headliner, you still have some baseball games. You had some uh, uh, some horse racing. And you had a lot of tennis going on. Shout out to Serena. We already know what happened this weekend. You know, shout out to Serena. Um, but like I said, when you got you got UCLA on one, you got UN, you got North Carolina and Appalachian State. Oh my God. The shootouts of all shootouts this weekend. 63 to 61. And I said at one point. In the fourth, 19 19 seconds is too much time. Because there was no defense when it came to North Carolina. There was no defense when it came to Appalachian State. They was just going back and forth. And the, the thing about it is, yo... Appalachian State, if I'm not mistaken, I didn't even go and fact check this because a homie said this because we were going back and forth looking at so many games. UNC was up by 21 points at at, at at one point. They was up by like a dub at one point or they had a comfortable lead, I should say. And because it, it was damn near a pick'em game, I think it was like a one. I think UNC was favored by one point. That's damn near a pick'em, right? One and a half point is a pick'em game. So I pick UNC because I'm used to them in their history when it comes to football, college football. Appalachian State, we already know one of their historical games was against Michigan that year where they beat Michigan, right? Dog, I pick UNC. If I'm not mistaken, Appalachian State scored over 30 or 40 points in the fourth quarter alone. Where in the fuck does that happen in any sport, dog? And it went all the way down to the... Tro- <laughs> yo, yo, Michigan did they thing. They, beat, they smacked Colorado State. And I didn't think Colorado State was going to roll over like that, but they definitely rolled over. Fifty-one to seven. Who else? Bama did their thing. They started off slow. Like I don't think Bama scored until the second quarter. But yo, they was having issues, and and whatever you consider issues, me, when it comes to Bama out the gate, they supposed to be scoring, right? But he, here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. They end up smacking Alabama fifty-five to zero. So I'm not sure how much of a problem they was having, or unless they were just starting off slow. But it ended up being 55 to 55 to zero. But I got to get to I got to get to uh, the two games of the two games of the day as far as uh, ratings. We got to talk about the Oregon versus Georgia game. That's number 11 versus number three, and then of course the game of the night. Notre Dame, Ohio State. They had Ohio State favored by 16 or 17 points. I said, absolutely not. Like, absolutely not about to disrespect Notre Dame like that. I'm not a Notre Dame fan. I can care less about Notre Dame. I appreciate their history of what they've done with college football and so on. But, nah, you're not about to disrespect Notre Dame like that. 16 17 points and i know ohio state ohio state is favorite they 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 favorite to, to, to end up in the top three they got a solid ass squad as a matter of fact ohio state quarterback 12 cows ohio state quarterback is from cali he's from rancho right down the street from where i live that's where he's from <clears throat> he did his thing he did his thing but Oregon is such a di- disappointment and again they lost their main guy which is Chip Kelly which is with us now. We're not producing how they used to but Oregon is definitely not the Oregon of of old. Like they have 179 jerseys and it don't matter which one they wear because they put up a lousy 3 points against that Georgia team. And Georgia and, and, and again Georgia is no sucker, they're favored to 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 win it all. You know what I mean, but to uh, you know, ranked at at eleven, that's highly ranked. Um, They and they got smacked. They got smacked because it was forty nine to three. So that means they're gonna drop all the way down to at least nineteen or twenty by the time the polls come back out this week. Um, But that Notre Dame, that Notre Dame and Ohio State, it was a nail biter up until Ohio State started to pull away. Uh, We had a game. We had a game yesterday, uh, which was Sunday Sunday afternoon, I should say. Sunday afternoon, LSU, Florida State. I know 12K, I want to talk about this. Um, it was – that was an exciting game too. I will say this. It ended the week or started, whichever – if you prefer Sunday starting the week or Sunday ending the week for some people – it ended on a bang. That was a phenomenal game, too. But LSU for the past couple of years has been a little off, you know? Like, they, they, they're they not the LSU of old. Uh, but Florida State pulled it out. Florida State pulled it out. I don't think, because I don't think Florida State, I don't think Florida State, was Florida State ranked? I got to go check. I, maybe 12 Cal can get at me about that one. I just know one of the teams are not ranked. Um, LSU almost pulled it off though. LSU damn near almost pulled it off, which leads me to that's my boy Goldie. Goldie is a big LSU fan. So Goldie, LSU, 12 Cal, Florida State. What y'all want to know what y'all have in common? Alabama State. Goldie is, is is one of the coaches for Alabama State. Cal has told me on two different occasions that his guy is a is the head coach or whatever Goldie hit me up today he let me know that they will be out here this Thursday why because Saturday at 2 p.m they will be in Pasadena lining up against my UCLA Bruins now I gotta go get my ticket because Goldie didn't want to didn't want to send me no ticket he didn't want to send me one so I gotta get my ticket. Me and my son might go. My son might attend with me. He definitely might go with me. Now it's gonna be hot. Nobody showed up. Here's the thing, 12Cal. Nobody showed up to the UCLA Bowling Green uh game. And here's what I have to say about that. With UCLA being a historical basketball program, right? But they've been on, they've been on the more of the upside on, on, on football lately. You know what I mean? Um, they have their moments. But it's not a, this is not a college football town, like, in, in general. And if it is, it's in certain parts, and that belongs to USC. You know what I mean? And uh, USC is revamped, and they're excited because they got a new coach. They know what offense he's going to bring to the table. They know what transfers he's going to bring to the table. And, and, and it feels good for them. It's almost like when the Lakers took a hiatus for about six years, especially after Kobe retired, and now we got back to winning. You know what I'm saying? That's the same thing with USC. That's the exact same thing with USC. So what they did against Rice is, like, they used to They used to that, but from back in the day. You feel me? Yeah. Um, so nobody was at the, US, uh, the UCLA game like that. Nobody's going to be at the UCLA game again for uh, Alabama State. That's not a disrespect to Alabama State, but that's just what it is. You know what I mean? Bowling Green couldn't pull them out. Uh, definitely Alabama State not going to be able to bring them out, uh, which is kind of works in their favor in a way. And it's going to be crazy hot. But, again, y'all getting that southern heat. So y'all should be used to this desert. I, y'all should be able to adapt to desert heat. You know, it's a it's, it's different type of heat because there's no humidity. It's just, it just stings. It's just hot for no goddamn reason. It's like being in the oven, you know. So, uh, but don't worry. That temperature drops. It drops It drops in the evening time. So it, it, it'll go from triple digits all the way to 60. Real talk. Because it was triple digits for the past week or so. Oh, yeah. 108s, 111s, 113s. Yep, one-on-ones, we've had that. And me going back and forth between L.A. and Vegas, definitely triple digits in both places. So you're not getting away from the heat over here, but y'all should be used to it because y'all say the south heat is different as well, right? All right, so cool. Y'all should be able to to come over here and handle that type of heat. Now, how y'all would fare out in the game? Listen, let me say this, man. As much respect as I got for my HBCUs, dog, it's going to take a couple of more years. It's gonna take it a couple more years. It's gonna take some transfers, and it's gonna take some recruiting for them to get on a level as a program like UCLA, which is not one of the top tier football programs. It's not. You know what I mean? They they definitely got some time. You know, like even if they bump into like a Western Kentucky or uh, Hawaii or somebody like that, it's gonna take some time, man, because of those recruits. You feel me? Um, But we definitely got the talent. HBCUs, HBCUs definitely got the talent. They definitely got the talent. It's just, yo, that, that offensive and defensive line makes a huge difference. Those DBs, those skill positions make a huge difference. You know what I mean? Some of them HBCU players, no lie, they're getting like three-star recruits, three- and two-star recruits, you know what I'm saying, where everybody else is statching up the fours and the fives. You know, and I can and I and I can attest to that because I'm a UCLA fan. We used to get four and unders. You know, we'll get some fives here and there. Don't get me wrong, we'll have some fives, and but that's usually like on the line and things like that. It's hard for us to get a five star receiver or five star running back. You know, we can get a five star quarterback. We can get a five star uh, offensive line. You know, but when it comes to that defense, like dog, oh, every SC and 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 Oregon was snatching that up. Stanford snatching that up. Emmitt Smith Jr. plays for Stanford. I did not know that. I did not know that at all, but I learned something new every day. College football opening weekend, Cal, I had a blast, bro. I had a, I, I lost $60 or whatever, but that's cool. I lost 60 that could have won 3 k you know? So I, I, I'm not mad at that. College football is officially back, you know what I mean? And we'll be looking into, for some people, their second game, some other teams their third game. You know, but also coming the day after the UCLA and Alabama state game. Oh yeah. Uh, we actually kick off this Thursday and I got to check and see who plays on Thursday. I got to see who plays on. I know who played a Sunday night game though, Tampa Bay and the Cowboys. Now we've been having this ongoing debate, me and my boy T. L, He's a Cowboy fan, um, and this discussion has been coming up for the past year or so. With the Raiders uh, upgrading at the receiver spot, it looks, it looks like uh, we're in good talks with, with Darren Waller, you know, and hopefully it's not a health issue. The other thing that's been holding them out, just uh, hopefully it's just a contract thing. We got Waller, which is the top three uh, tight end in the league. We got... Uh, Devontae Adams, which is a top three receiver in the league. We got Hunter Winfrey, which is he got to be a top slot receiver. You know what I mean? Everybody from the player, the defensive players from our rivals, is saying this guy is the real deal. We got Josh Jacobs, which is is is, is a it's a solid safety net, but I don't want to work him like that because he, him, and Waller, they still got to show them they that they could actually play you know, 17 games in a regular season, which I ain't gonna even lie, I seriously doubt, you know, and it's not a knock against them. It's, it's one of those things where some of these players are not made the same. We play an extra game and they getting worked. They're getting worked and they're getting these ankle and leg and thigh injuries and so on and so on. Um, but what I'm trying to say is our line is, I guess you can consider it suspect for right now. But the debate has always been between Dak Prescott and Derek Carr. Now, me personally, I'm not being biased. I'm not being a homer. I actually think if Derek Carr played for any other team, I would say the same thing. If he had the same level of performance, I think Derek Carr is a better quarterback than Dak Prescott. I only think Dak Prescott gets a lot of love and a lot of recognition because he plays for the Dallas Cowboys. Everybody has done that. When they had Quincy Carter over there, it was the same thing. Romo, same thing. You feel me? So I feel like I feel like Derek Carr is a much better player. And not only that, we are talking about the NFC least. This the this the dumpiest, the trashiest, the smelliest division in football right now. They got the Commanders, okay, who just got their name. By the way, before it was just the football team, the Washington football team. They got, you know, the Giants. No disrespect to, to, to my boy Dabo, but let's just call it what it is. The Giants ain't what it is. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Danny Dimes. Um, then you got Philly, which is the preseason favorites. So they said Philly is going to come out of that division as the division winners and go to the playoffs. So, with that, you only really have to battle with, a, with one other team. Whereas Derek Carr is just now getting his first number one receiver. We still don't have a defense, right? And we play in arguably the toughest division in all of NFL football. With Russell Wilson going to Denver, Pat Mahomes being who he is with the Chiefs, with Mike Holmgren, and then you got the Chargers who ramped up their defense by having Khalil Mack. They got Khalil Mack. They got a Bosa on the other end. Their linebackers have been solid. They get Derwin James back. They got Justin Herbert, a young gun. We have the toughest division in NFL football. If we make it out of that, or when we make it out of that, and the Cowboys can't make it out of their division... How is that possible that Dak Prescott is a better, much better, and he has had a better offense than Derek Carr has had? Basically, their whole career. The year that we did go to the playoffs without Derek Carr, when he got hurt, that was all Derek Carr. That was Derek Carr's quote-unquote MVP season. He was going head-to-head head as far as the MVP race with Tom Brady. Uh, that was also the year that Cowboys was playing solid, and they thought it was going to be a Raiders versus a Cowboys Super Bowl. Now, it was obviously, this was, this was premature, but both teams were hot, though, because we ended up losing, like, the last three games of the season after Derek Carr got hurt. We just had to hold on. We At one point, we were locked in as the number one seed, number one, number two seed, going back and forth with New England. At one point, at one point, we was going back and forth. Then we slid after the injury. We slid down to the wild card where we played the Texans. Yeah, true story. Then Derek Carr got us to the playoffs last year by knocking out the Chargers. That was so beautiful. We played the Chargers, Uh, by the way. I think that's a Monday night game, if I'm not mistaken. But, um, yeah, 12 Cal football is back, man. I enjoy, I I haven't enjoyed college football like that in a very long time. And I always enjoy college football, but that one was just, that was just a phenomenal day right there. Now it was only heavy hearts because my father-in-law is currently in one of the hospitals in Vegas getting uh, treatment because he had a mild, slight heart attack or whatever. So I couldn't really enjoy the whole weekend like that, but it was definitely needed stress-wise. You know, once, as, especially once we found out he was okay, I got to enjoy the day a little bit more. Um, but now this is the weekend where this is another weekend. This is another weekend. You have, you have college football opening weekend, and then you got the second week, second and or third week of college football, and then you got the introduction to the NFL season. And that starts Thursday. So it's like it's we in football heaven now. Cuz if you think really think about it, we're going to have football Thursday, Saturday, I mean, we'll have a couple of Friday games. It's college football. But it ain't going to be major games on Fridays, but we're going to have Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. We got four for sure days of football. You got to love it. You got to love it. And guess what? It's going to breeze through the month of September. And then what do you have in October? MLB playoffs, preseason NBA. Oh, my God. You already know November and December. December is really the sweet spot for most of the sports. You know what I'm saying? Because by then, baseball is over. But when we're talking about that sweet spot, oh, my God. It's two sweet spots, right? There's two sweet spots. You got December where you already got uh they're going to be talking about the Christmas games in the NBA, but you're also talking about um important games for college and the pros, NFL. And then you got March Madness. <laughs> you can't forget all of March belongs to college basketball. I'm sorry, baby. I'm sorry. College I mean, um, uh, March Madness, college opening day, college football opening day weekend, the NFL, and then, you know, NBA after that. You know what I mean? The NBA playoffs is one thing, though. Oh, my God. The bubble was popping, though. I love the bubble. That was just like pickup ball in the gym, private. (sighs) 12 Cal, we back, baby. We back. Shout out to Florida State. Shout out to Florida State. All right. Do what y'all going to do with that. Shout out to UCLA. We're going to see what we're going to do with that. SC seems like they back. It was Rice, though. It seems like they're back. Ah, this is lovely, man. This is lovely. Go I I'll see you in a couple of days, brother. Open run with BTG, and I'm out.